Hey, this is John Lee Dumas, the founder and host of Entrepreneurs on Fire. And if you're wanting to learn how to embrace change and navigate through disruption as a leader, then listen to the Leadership is Changing podcast with my good friend, Dennis Giannoutsis. He's prepared to ignite. Welcome to Leadership is Changing. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change. This is taking your leadership to another level by finding the balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Hey, welcome to the show, Leadership is Changing. What we as leaders know to be true is that change is constant. Leaders everywhere confront similar obstacles because people are people, but everywhere you go, leaders are overwhelmed, disrupted, and under pressure. They run from email to email, meeting to meeting. Many leaders are not changing quick enough, which means they run the risk of becoming irrelevant and being left behind. The purpose of the show is taking our listeners' leadership to another level by finding their balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. I believe we don't have enough effective leaders in the world today, and if we can get the leaders to step up and lead change, they can inspire real change. Hey listeners, it is now time to adapt in our fast-moving world. Welcome to the Ask Dennis episode, which is a freestyle episode that I do once a week. As you know, that I actually interview two people throughout the week. And then I do the Freestyle Ask Dennis episode. This episode is really where people, the listeners will ask me a question or I will share my thoughts, insights and experiences from working with many leaders across the globe over the years. Hey team, if you haven't already checked out, go to Leadership is Changing our Facebook group, on Facebook of course, and if you haven't already joined that, feel free to join that uh, group. Uh, that's where we're sharing a whole lot of thoughts and ideas and that and insights around Leadership is changing. Hey, listeners, it's great to have you here with us today on today's show. Today, we're going to be talking about being everything to everybody. And uh, what we find is quite interesting in working with people um, around the world. When I work with leaders, executives, teams, business owners, entrepreneurs, what I'm finding is that they are trying to be everything to everybody at times. So I'm going to take you through this and we're going to work through it and I'm going to be talking about this topic because it's really quite interesting. See, today's leaders, whether it be a business owner, an entrepreneur, uh, a leader of a large corporate or of a team within a large corporate, medium size or small business, it doesn't matter. For a lot of them, they're trying to be everything to everybody. And there's a whole lot of pressures and expectations on them as a leader and uh, they're having to face that every single day, whether it's coming from outside and the you know stakeholders, uh, competitors, uh, customers, right through to the internal side of the organization, they are facing all sorts of pressures and expectations today. Then let's lay on top of that. Let's put a pandemic out there as well and lay that kind of complexity, ambiguity, volatility, and complexity on top of the leader's job. And then you start to see them actually struggle or you start to see them sort of thinking, wow, this is really hard. Now, for a lot of them, they are trying to be everything to everybody, which puts even more pressure on themselves. And so as I work through this with you today, it's going to be quite interesting to see what comes up for you. As always, always highly recommend that you take notes, but you may be driving, you may be walking, you may be out exercising as you listen to this podcast. 
But what I'm going to suggest to you is this, is that you go back and listen to this podcast a little bit later on if you're finding some points that are really quite important for you, but also check out the show notes as well. Now, what happens here is that you, for you as a leader, you might find that either it's happening now or it's happened in the past, that some of the members in your team, in other words, the people that report into you or your peers and that, they may come to you for answers and solutions all the time. What do I mean by that? Well, they come to you to give them the answer. They have a problem, but they know that you're the go-to person. I'm going to come to you because why? Because you always provide the answer to me. Now, what you find here is that it's a bit frustrating because why do they always come to me? On one hand, it's pretty cool to be the go-to person, but on the other hand, why do they always come to me? Now, if you're providing that answer every single time, it's almost like you're giving somebody the fish rather than teaching them to fish. And so why do they keep coming to you? That's an interesting question. Now, many don't know how to or how good they can get it by saying no to other people. Now, what do I mean by this? So as we're working through as leaders on every single day, if you can have the ability to say no, you're going to do really well. There's a lot of leaders out there today who keep saying yes, yes, and yes, and taking on more and more work, responsibilities, and tasks that are need to be done. And if you're that go-to person, or if you're known as that person that gets things done, then people don't keep coming to you. But there's so much you can do, team. And that's why it's really important to have the right people around you to help you actually work, work with that too, because there might be some people that you can get involved to help you out as you're doing that. But as leaders, we need to get really good at saying no. Saying no in a constructive way. See, I worked with a leader quite a few years ago, and he was doing 80-plus hour weeks. Now, for him, he always found that he was always saying yes to things. And it got to a stage whereby he got really overwhelmed. Now, if you're a leader that is overwhelmed, there's a few things that can happen. One is that you can break. You, you, you just, you're done. And so for some people, they resign and leave. For others, they just don't know where to turn to, where to go next. Then they start getting paralyzed, you know, a bit as the analogy, you know, so they're like like a, the deer in the headlights of a car who's just paralyzed, doesn't know where to go. Some people can get like that. And then others may not be nice to work with after a while because they're stressed and they're just really wanting to get things out and, and they become a little bit cranky. And so very hard to work with them. Sometimes they take that home and then the partner, the wife, the husband, the partner, the brother, the sister, the, the, the father, the mother, they all start thinking, the, the kids start thinking, what's going on here? Well, what's happened to my dad? What's happened to my mum? Why are they always so upset and so cranky? And so it's not always easy to live with you either. And so what it comes down to is actually understanding your boundaries, actually understanding what you can say yes or no to. Now, I'm not saying that you sit there going, no, 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 I'm not going to do it. That's not what I'm talking about. Understanding the boundaries is understanding what you can do and then understanding what others can do and then understanding what others should be doing. Now, the thing here is this, is that some people try to offload things onto you. Why? Because you're that go-to person, possibly. Now, if you have the ability to turn around and say no in a constructive way without even actually using the word no, that's going to be a skill that's really going to help you a lot. There's something else that I notice with a lot of leaders is that they tend to go to all the meetings. 
Their calendar is packed full of meetings. I'm really busy. Oh, yeah? What are you doing? I'm going to meeting after meeting after meeting, just like I said in my intro. And they run from email to email, meeting to meeting. Their answers in the emails aren't very calculated or well thought through because they're just rushing. Then they're rushing to another meeting. They haven't even got out of the other meeting they're in mentally. And now they're in this other meeting and they're not even thinking about this meeting. And so they're a little bit overwhelmed there. But this is the kicker. When they go to the meeting, so are two or three other people in their team attending the same meeting. So this is what I'm asking leaders. Do you need to attend all those meetings? And they sometimes I get the answers, oh, yes, I, I need to go to all the meetings. And I go, how come? Oh, well, I'm the manager. I'm the leader. I need to be at the meetings. I get that. But then if you're going to the meeting and your team members are at the meeting, what kind of message do you think you're sending them? And they said to me, well, what do you mean? I'm, I'm there to support them. Yeah, you could be there to support them. And at times you will need to be there to support them. But I know that a lot of people will turn around and go, actually, she or he, as my leader, comes to these meetings. But the way I feel is that they don't trust me. And so, team, I'm going to ask you to step back and think about the meetings that you go to. Do you really need to be at those meetings? Do you have people that are very capable in your team, talented, who can go along and represent you and the organization at those meetings? And if you trust them and you allow them to do that, then that delegation is going to come back and help you big time. Why? It's going to help you free up some time. Two, it's going to allow your team to fly and knowing that you're trusting them. They're going to come back. They're going to give you a report. They're going to give you a summary of what's happened in that meeting. You see, you don't actually have to have all the answers. You don't need to give everyone an answer. You don't actually have to go to all these meetings. Don't get me wrong. There'll be some meetings that you definitely need to be at. But the most of them, you don't need to be at because you've got a team who are very capable. A smart leader hires people and inspires them to be great. And one way you can do that team is to step back and allow your team to get on with what they need to get on with. You set the vision. You set the strategy with the team. Then you step back and you allow them to get on with it. And if you can support them, remove roadblocks, obstacles for them to allow them to do their job really well, then you'll start seeing that you won't have to bring everything to everybody. And it's quite interesting when we go through these, you see, because if you allow them to strive and fly with their wings, they will get stronger and stronger as people. They will develop stronger as, an, as a member of your team. They will become the future leaders. And by you actually doing that, giving them that ability to fly and showing them how it's done, you're actually setting them up for success as well. So there's three things that I want to talk to you about today that are sort of covered already, but I wanted to dive a little bit deeper to help you around succeeding or helping things set them up for success, members in your team, and also helping you set up for success as well without having to be everything to everybody. Number one is definitely learn how to say no. No in a constructive way. Understand what your role is and the boundaries that you have what's expected of you, but it's also expected of your peers and others within the organization to do. Learn how to say no without feeling awkward. How can you do that? By asking questions in the conversation to help people understand and get a realization that probably you're not the right person to be actually doing it. But the other thing too is 
be upfront in the conversation about it, right? Sort of don't shy away. If you feel like you're not the right person, that's great. But make sure you have a solution. In other words, think about maybe some other possible people that could actually step in to do this piece of work. Tim, there is a, there is a, I wouldn't say trap, but there's a little thick caveat I would put here. Make sure you're not saying no to everything because um, there's the other extreme, right? You want to make sure you're putting your hand up to be doing certain things, to be out there doing and showing that you're willing to do things. But there's so much you can do. And if you get others involved to do other things, then by you saying no in a constructive way, that allows you to free up to do some other stuff, maybe even your daytime job, but then to do some other things as well and do them really well. That's number one. Learn how to say no in a constructive way. Number two, learn to ask coaching questions and help people come to the solutions themselves. As I said before, it's about taking people and teaching them how to fish rather than just giving them the fish. Because you see, if you just give them the fish, that's the answer, that's the solution. But if you teach them how to fish, then they can go out and fish by themselves for years to come. You'll know that many times you think, why am I having to repeat myself? Or why, why, what is it that they don't understand? Or why are they not learning from this? So if you can ask quality questions, that will determine the quality of your life, your business, and your role as a leader going forward. Learn how to ask quality questions and, in combination, listen to what the others are saying. Let people get to their own insights. And if you can do that, that's when you're teaching them how to do things. Because it'll be, as they turn around and say, it's the best thing since sliced bread. And what do I mean by this? For a lot of us as leaders, if we're coaching people or we're in coaching conversations, right? I'm not saying that you're a coach, but you have a coaching skill to have a coaching conversation. And as you're having that coaching conversation with people, they're going to come up with insights. But if it comes out of their mouth or their idea, it's the best thing since sliced bread. Their ideas are the best ideas. Your idea is an idea, and ah, yeah, so what? It's just the leader saying that. But when it comes out of their mouth, it's the best thing since sliced bread. They take ownership, they take accountability, and they own it, and they run with it. And so that's what you want them to do. Okay, definitely do that. So number two, learn to ask coaching questions to help people come to solutions themselves. Number three is to delegate well. As I said earlier on, allow others to attend meetings. You don't have to attend all of them. So step back, think about the meetings in the week that you've been invited to, strategize, and get others to go to these meetings rather than you having to go to all of them. Pick out the ones whereby you have to be there, the ones that you know that you're going to add a lot of value to. The second part of this is then get your team to come back and present to you or let you know at a high level, summary-wise, in a few words, here are the three main points we covered off. Or here are the three things that we need to, we, we've done, what we need to do. Train others so then they understand that you don't need to attend all these meetings. And what do I mean by this? Well, because you see, some, some of your peers will feel a little bit weird or a little bit put out or a little bit awkward because of the fact that you're not turning up to some of these meetings and some of your team members are. And so you're going to have to train them and help them understand the journey that you're going on. The journey of, hey team, look, I know this meeting's coming up. I've got Sally who's going to attend the meeting. Sally already knows what she's talking about. She already understands it. She's a specialist in our area around this. And Sally will come back and let me know. 
And then so just put them at ease, but also help them understand why you're not attending and then start training them around that, okay? So in a nutshell, for the third part is delegate well and make sure that you're helping people understand why they're attending and what you want out of that meeting, but also why you're not attending as well and help train others. So in summary, team, say no in a constructive way. That's number one. Number two, it's not you don't need to provide all the answers to everybody. Help them understand and get the answers themselves by asking good quality questions and using coaching skills to do that. And number three, delegate really well. If you can put those three things in place, put it in place and work on it. Are they going to be easy to put in place? No. Will it, be, will it feel clunky for you at first? It certainly will. But the more and more you do it, the more and more it will become easy, more become your natural way of working. You'll notice that you'll start having more time throughout the day to do the stuff that you need to be doing rather than trying to be everything to everybody. Team, you can inspire your team to move forward. You can inspire them to be the best that they can be. Just get out of the way. Allow them to go and do what they need to do. Learn from what they've done. Get them to learn about what they've actually done by asking them some good quality questions. And you'll be amazed at what your team could actually achieve. Because you see, enough's enough. We've seen too many leaders get burnt out. We've seen too many leaders burning the, the candle at both ends of, uh, of, of things because of the hours that they're working. Team, just make sure that you're looking after yourself and your team. There's no need for you to be everything to everybody. But there is a need for you to inspire them. There is a need for you to help them be the best that they can be. And you can do that. If there's anything I can do to help your team in this, help you as the leader, help your team, feel free to reach out to me any time. Happy to discuss that. Happy to talk about it. And you know what? The, the thing here is that's really important for us all to understand is that trying to be everything to everybody doesn't always work. And so sometimes as a leader, we're holding our organization, our team back by us trying to be everything to everybody because then we become a single point of failure. And you don't want that. You want to make sure you've got a team that's high performing out there, making it happening, uh, making it happen and doing very well. And so you know what you need to do, team. Hey, listeners, it's been awesome having you on the show with me today. Thanks for joining me. Hey, once again, just check out the Leadership is Changing Facebook group. If you haven't joined that group, feel free to go ahead and do that. And also, feel free to share these podcasts, these episodes with your friends. Download them. Uh, that's really great if you can do it. Because you see, what we know as leaders to be true is that change is constant. Change is incredibly scary, especially with the unknown and the unfamiliar territory. It is time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing. So look out for these episodes as they've been released. Download them, review, put a review, a rating, and share them with your network, your family, your friends. If there's any feedback you'd like to give me on the show, or if there's a question you'd like me to ask my guests as I interview them, or if there's a question you want to ask Dennis, then feel free to send me an email, dennis at leadingchangepartners.com. All right, listeners, hey, thanks for tuning in today. Great having you here with us. Other than that, have an awesome time ahead, and uh, we'll talk again soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Leadership is Changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. 
Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change, inspiring executives and leaders to adapt and lead a bigger game in a fast-moving world.